Sean. And this is Bob Snobs. It sure as hell is, Sean. What did we watch today? We watched Boating School and Nautical Novice, and I'm only slightly yep. disappointed. I'm just a little bit disappointed in what we viewed, but only a little bit, which is a huge improvement from the last episode that we watched. I also really enjoyed my viewing experience. I, like, really enjoyed Boating School. Yeah. I In the last episode, I said I hadn't seen it, and I realized, well... 30 seconds into the episode that I definitely had. And it's, it's hard one of my not favorite episodes. Yeah. What, Boating School, right? Not Nautical Novice? Yeah, Boating School. Yeah, that one. That was the ninth episode of Spongebob to ever air. And you can tell with the old style of the animation and the sort of slow-paced jokes as opposed to the later seasons. Even, like, seasons two and three were faster than that. And had slightly different animation. This is more like, I know Steven Hillenberg before this worked on uh, Rocco's Modern Life, and you can sort of see that, mm-hmm. you know, seeping into it, this sort of style. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed both of these episodes to an extent. <laughs> Which is better than last week, where you absolutely hated, well, I also did not like, but you absolutely hated last week's second episode. It was just so, so bad. Do <laughs> you want to give a rundown of Boating School? Yeah, let's talk about Boating School. Um, so most of you have probably seen it. It's hard to have avoided this particular episode. It's so prominent in all of our childhoods, childhoods I'm sure. But SpongeBob, this is his the first ever episode where he tries to get his boating license, his driver's license. So he goes... It's the 38th time, actually. It, well, in the <laughs> canon, in the viewing experience for us, the children watching, it was the very first time. <laughs> but yeah. So SpongeBob bikes to his boating school, throws his bike in the dumpster, proclaiming that he no longer needs it. And I just want to say that confidence is very sexy, SpongeBob. <laughs> And so, um, confidence. Yeah. And so then he's going into uh, the driver's test and he sees a guy who just got his license. He's uh, jubilantly exclaiming that he got his license. And SpongeBob confidently says, carrying on with his confidence, hey, I'm getting mine next. And that guy, being a complete dick, by the way, says, hey, I doubt it. Which is actually the first point I laughed in the episode. Yeah, I yeah, I don't think I laughed because I was just feeling very bad for SpongeBob in that moment. I was like, "Oh no, you can do it." <laughs> but that did not. I think the reason SpongeBob. I laughed was like that took some serious like hatred or another word. You know, it implies it implies that they were in boating school together and. Spongebob is just notoriously shitty. And this guy is just like, hey, I know you. You're the guy who's notoriously shitty at driving. <laughs> You're the guy who's flunked 37 times. times. Yeah. Yeah. So kind of a dick move, but it, you know, it gives you some backstory <laughs> in a way. Um, but again, this does not deter Spongebob. He is confident. Um, so he goes to... 
um, get his driving test done. He goes to Mrs. Puff and passes the oral exam with flying colors. Um, then, because that's the kind of person that SpongeBob is, he's diligent, he is studious, um, that's his personality type. And so then he goes to take the actual on-the-field driving exam, and obviously, if you've seen the episode, you know, he fucks it up real bad. Yes. He floors, he floors it, as we all know. And he crashes, and Mrs. Puff, being a pufferfish, blows up. Like a pufferfish does. Yeah. Which, I think that's mostly in defense for, so that animals cannot eat the pufferfish if it is all puffed up and spiky like that. But it's devolved into just a sort of everyday defense mechanism for her, which is, you know, I get it. I mean, I I think in that case, it's to stop her from, like, having a... Um, light power fall onto her, and it's also protecting Spongebob in that case. That's a good point. But I think it's mostly supposed to, like, um, represent an airbag. Like, that's usually the beat for an airbag. Like, you crash your car, and then two seconds after the crash, after it can do just no good at this point, the airbag goes off. And she was sort of like the airbag. Uh, (laughs) But yeah. So that's sort of clever in that sense. And so Spongebob, in just um, so sad, so sad, he's asking himself why. Why did he fail this exam? Um, Gary, not helpful, reminds him that he failed it 38 times at this point. And it's at this point that Spongebob gets a call on the walkie-talkie from Patrick. Um claiming that he has a surprise for him. And this sort of sets up the walkie-talkie use later, which I didn't I never realized on previous viewings. Mm-hmm. So SpongeBob goes to meet Patrick for this surprise and Patrick is like what was the joke? It was what's pink and square at the same time? And then he opened his closet Patrick and Patrick square, uh, How long was it? It's like, No, that was it, I think. Patrick Square Star. Or something like that. Something like that. Something along those lines. And Patrick was just wearing SpongeBob's clothes, and he was comically square in the butt region. And that was the joke. And I like how they did this. A lot of cartoons will oversaturate emotions, but SpongeBob was very had a very realistic uh, portrayal of sadness. He says, "I'm not in the mood," and he sadly walks away to sit down. Whereas I feel like in later episodes, he might have gone over the top and just started being mean to Patrick, abusive to Patrick, saying, how could you joke at a time like this? You know, that's just sort of my impression of what, not just Spongebob, by the way, any cartoon that you would see today would just oversaturate those emotions to an unrealistic extent. Yeah, just kind of go over the top in the future. Mm Mm-hmm. So yeah, then um, Patrick then gets the idea after Spongebob explains that he failed the boating test 38 times. Patrick then has the idea with the walkie-talkie that was mentioned previously. He puts it in Spongebob's head and it fits in there because he's a sponge. He's like, oh man, I'll just um, give you all the answers while you're taking the test through this walkie-talkie. And Spongebob's like, 
that's great. And they don't realize that this would be cheating. Like, their excuse for covering it with the hat is that it would look silly. Like, the antenna sticking out of the top of Spongebob's head. They put a hat over it so you can't see it. He's not concerned that Mrs. Puff will see it and know that he's cheating. He's concerned because it'll just make him look like an idiot, essentially. Not worried about right and wrong here. Yeah. We're so worried about The looks. aesthetics. <laughs> Which I think he could have rocked that look. Like a robo-punk future sort of situation. With that, I was like, that's, oh, more, that's, that's more of a western look. That also works. Which he was, so, he was sort of pulling that off. Yeah, like I could have dug that. I think for a couple he could have dug that. Yeah. But yeah. So, obviously, at this point, with Patrick's assistance, SpongeBob is passing this exam with flying colors to Mrs. Puff's delight. I honestly loved seeing her being so happy and just surprised. Like the part where SpongeBob stops the boat for an old man crossing the street and then he gets out and helps him cross the street. That was really cute. And this look on Mrs. Puff's face, I don't know if you caught it, but she was like... Just her look of delight. Yeah, it was like she just woke up on Christmas morning and she forgot it was Christmas, so it's a surprise. (laughs) Yeah. She like put her uh, hands on her cheeks and made a big smile. I love her. She's honestly great. She's so good. So, yeah, but then, uh, obviously, because this is how narratives work, Mrs. Puff finds out um, in a pretty funny way, I would say. Um, Yeah, she's like, it makes me think that there's an antenna out of your head, coming out of your head, and there's a guy miles away giving you all the answers, and then obliviously... (laughs) They're all laughing at this notion, and then she says, oh, that would be cheating. That would be cheating. And Spongebob flips his shit because he didn't realize that that was a bad thing, (laughs) that that was a cheating, that was considered cheating, right? Mm -hmm. And so he's uh, driving the car all over the place because he's just so distraught that he cheated. And this this is kind of over the top. He's driving all over the place and repeatedly just shouting how he cheated. I didn't really... That didn't get any laughs out of me. I don't think I really laughed at any point in this episode, honestly. I don't know if you did. I think... I, I laughed towards the beginning, but... Mm-hmm. Not towards the end, because... We, I don't know. I mean, it, w- it was funny, but not not enough to pull a laugh out of me. Yeah, it was just sort of like where I pause and maybe breathe a little harder out of my nose <laughs> and that mm-hmm. sort of laugh. Like when you're scrolling mm-hmm. through the internet and you're like, ha, a meme. Love it. That half snort. Yeah. So yeah, Spongebob crashes. But what did get a laugh out, almost a laugh out of me, was when they crash, Mrs. Puff blows up like she do, and then SpongeBob just quietly, after a beat, says, Mrs. Puff, I think I cheated. (laughs) That that was pretty fun. But what I really like is that nobody did anything bad on purpose in this episode. Um, Patrick didn't realize it was cheating either, I can only assume, because he also freaked out when this was revealed (laughs) 
the cheating factor was revealed to him. And then Miss uh, uh, SpongeBob apologizes to Mrs. Puff. He didn't realize that he was cheating. He didn't mean to crash into the building. And Mrs. Puff says, it's okay. You didn't mean it. Which is just very sweet. I like all of the sweetness. And it was, it was a, just a really go on. It was just a really sweet episode. Yeah. Like even though it was, I don't know. I like the episodes where he tries to pass the voting exam. Mm-hmm. He's just. I always find the uh, course whenever we get to see it is always funny because it's always so weird and over the top. Like having to go through like one of the things that I saw was he had to like drive through that flaming hoop or yeah. What else did I see? He was driving on the ceiling like, for whatever reason. Yeah. This is like, partially, he's, he's a he's bad just, driver, but also, like, where would you see these in the world? He was just stunting, man. He was just yeah, stunting really. all over the place. <laughs> Maybe that's why he can't get his boating license, is he's having to, he's going through, like, stunt driving school? Nah. <laughs> Oh but yeah, like, like is... he went to the wrong driving school, and he's been there for years. <laughs> so long. Like, how else is he... Like, why, where else would you find this course? This is just... This is not a normal street. I don't know, maybe... We haven't been on all the streets of Bikini Bottom. We don't know what they do. <laughs> maybe it's That's... like in Colombia, where they have 1,500 roundabouts. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. I mean, there was only that one figure eight one at the very beginning, but <laughs> until I see a flaming hoop in Colombia, I'm still saying there's something wrong with this driving course. Alright. Maybe it's probably somewhere. I in also Columbia. liked that, like, he never went through the finish line. Yeah, no. It sort of implies as soon as you pass the finish line, you pass no matter what, which is like obviously untrue and mrs puff was like oh it's okay that you're cheating just cheat that way which i thought was kind of funny yeah and so the episode ends um with gary bringing spongebob his bike back and it's sort of nice because even though he didn't pass he still has his friends he still has his bike oh in the beginning i think i sort of glossed over he says as he throws his bike away, he says, won't be needing you anymore, old friend. Which is sort of sad. Like, your bike's your old friend. <laughs> so he got it back in the end, which was nice. Like, even if he does have a bike, that thing, like, he didn't have a car. Right. So, like, where is he going after he, like, gets his license? He's just gonna steal a car. It's okay. Master Thief. Yeah. Because he did so well in um um the one with the string. The who? The invisible box. Oh, uh, yeah. Secret box. The secret Oh yeah, yeah, cuz it was a fake car. That wasn't the no. Wait, no, what are you talking about? He has a car the in that one... episode with the secret box? No, the one with the embarrassing picture of him at the Christmas party. Spoilers. <laughs> Spoilers. For a 13-year-old episode. 
I I don't know if people haven't seen it. Okay, okay. Wait, what about the box? I'm not I'm not following you. Like he shows he's almost a master thief. He was like able to sneak across uh, and nearly get it. Okay, yeah. And then like something silly finally catches him up. I don't No, it was very funny if you will remember. He made a bunch of noises by stepping on ducks and car horns and whatnot. Then when he finally got it, he said, Whew, that was close. And then Patrick woke up from his deep slumber and caught him. See, how did, like, I don't understand how he made it past all that and then the, like, the sound of somebody speaking is what woke him up. Hey, I'm gonna tell you something. It was a fucking joke. (laughs) That was the joke. (laughs) That was the joke there. That was what was funny about it, because it doesn't make sense. That's somehow how humor works. That's how humor Sometimes. Sometimes. That's how humor is. How did you survive your childhood? People like to make fun that I can't pick up on sarcasm. They probably did. I probably would have been one of them, but I retroactively apologize for what I would have done in another universe. That didn't make sense, but let's move on. I get it. Okay. So I think before all this we were talking about, we didn't really get to the very last line of the episode, which was, um, as we previously mentioned, Spongebob is reunited with his uh, bike, which is actually a unicycle, but they call it a bike. Who knows why? Anyway. Um, as he rides off into the sunset with Gary, he says, let's visit Mrs. Puff in the hospital, which I guess was the punchline, and you were supposed to laugh at it because of all of the mishaps that happened, but I thought it was sweet. Because he's not going to be driving in there, he's just going to say, hi, how's it going? I don't think she wants him anywhere near her, though. Probably not. But I feel like... Like, we only see them together in the context of she's teaching him how to drive a boat and he's fucking it up catastrophically. But outside of that, maybe they could be good friends. Like in uh, in Band Geeks that we just saw, they were in a band together and they got along just fine. Except for when they fought. She did. It was was amazing and beautiful and I love her very much. (laughs) She's so good. She's so good. So, yeah. So what would you I rate, thought it was nice. What would you rate this episode overall? If we were going to rate this episode. It's hard to say. I'm going to give it... Hmm. I suppose I should give this up, like, a scale. Scale of, like... Yeah, like, can I have a scale of reference for this? Like, 1 to 10? Uh... I would give it, like, six out of ten sponges. That's a, that's a good amount of sponges. Because it wasn't especially special, because it was just really setting up a lot of what we know and love today, it feels like. You know? Because, like, in retrospect, it's like, oh, man, this is the episode that's started all of this stuff with the boating school. What a classic. But when you just look at it, it's okay. It's just okay. And also, since I've seen it so many times, I feel like I just know every beat that's coming. I'm not surprised by it. It doesn't. It's not rewarded by repeat watchings. It's just like, what a classic. 
you know but when you take away the aspect of what a classic it's just an okay episode yeah what would you say yeah i think i'd give it about about the same about six about six sponges like mm-hmm. if you're gonna rate it on sponges why wouldn't we because I, I don't know what what a sponge does like how, how strong a sponge is in this case but it's one unit of goodness, I guess, <laughs> out of ten possible units. I think it definitely had its high points, and like it definitely set up for some really good episodes where they they like focus around the boating school and SpongeBob's bad driving skills. But like, if you ask me to pick out like a classic episode, I don't know that this would be the first one that I'd pick out. Mm-hmm, like, there's agreed. definitely some funny moments, but I don't know this would be the top one mm-hmm. all right so next on our list is nautical novice would you like to get into it Jonathan? Oh. oh goodness um, oh goodness so nautical novice is um starts out with mrs puff um lecturing on as she does about boat rudders um and Mm -hmm. the bell rings and she pauses the class before they all run out excited because class is over to tell them that they are going on a field trip to the boating museum and spongebob says or spongebob decides that he is going to learn all that he can about boats so that he can impress her in the hopes that she will give him his license on the spot because she is just so impressed with his boating knowledge. Which I sort of found a tie there because he was already able to pass, like, his, um, like, his written exam. Oral. Oral exam. Like, he already knew about boats and everything. Yeah, like, that was never, I agree. I also had that thought. That was never his struggle. He knew all of that stuff in the original which we're going off of that as the, you know, the origin story of Mrs. Puff, I guess. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so he goes home and p- picks up the book, which is The History of All Boating Ever, which is like something around like 7,500 words, or 7,500 pages. Right. Words is like 10 pages. Yeah, 10 pages or so. And he, said, and he tells Gary that he can read this all in one night before the bus gets there at 8 a.m. to pick him up. And then he manages to read it all in one night, and in, in, in the morning, wakes up all... Hold on. Oh, have I missed I'm it? I'm sad. You skipped over two parts that made me laugh. Oh, what did I miss? When Spongebob announces just how good of a job he's going to do at the at the um, museum, Mrs. Puff sighs to herself and says, Neptune, give me strength. I think we both laughed there. I did laugh. I I, I did laugh. I wrote, wrote down that I laughed there. Yeah, and then when SpongeBob starts reading this heavy tome, he says, the first sent- he reads the first sentence, which is, in the beginning, Neptune created the sail. I laughed there. I don't know if you did. I didn't catch that the first... I don't know that I caught that when I first... Uh... Yeah. While we were watching. 
Yeah, this got heavy laughs from me, which surprised me. Mm-hmm. I, I, I gotta say, I enjoyed this episode, but yeah. let's not get ahead of ourselves. What happens next? He finishes the book at like 7.59. He's like, oh, I'm just gonna sleep for a few, se- uh, for a little bit before the bus arrives. And he- Who hasn't done that? Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> I strongly felt Spongebob in this episode, just like, wanting to write an essay the night before it is due when I have, Mm -hmm. like, a ten-page essay that needs to be done. The second you decide to take a nap, the second you decide to take a nap, it's all over. Oh, it's Just a quick nap, you say. Just a quick nap. No. 7 a.m. later. You're you're done. (laughs) 7 a.m. later. Yeah. Um, I've slept through a final before because I was just going to take a quick nap. It was the worst. I did too, and then <laughs> I sprinted to the next one and cried outside the door. Yep. And I got to take the final. Yeah. Remember, kids, if you ever <laughs> if you ever need anything from anyone, just cry. Just cry, because that makes people very uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> just get a good night's sleep and go to your final sometime. Oh, yeah, <laughs> and I, I got to take my final too. Because the professor was the nicest woman on the planet. I love her. Thank you, Dr. Cook. <laughs> um, anyway, to the bus. To the which bus. Which he missed. Yeah. Uh, he he was, like, sprinting next to this bus, which I don't know how fast this bus was, but, like, SpongeBob has... It was, an, repeat- it was on a residential street, I think. Yeah, but even then, you can go, like, 25, 35 on a residential street. True. He was going fast, which he's repeatedly shown he can, like, sprint. Um, well, he's got uh, all of those holes in him. He's very aerodynamic, or hydrodynamic in this case. <laughs> um, and Mrs. Puff just, like, covers up the window and is like, no, there's nothing wrong. Just And he gets into the bus somehow. I didn't catch how he actually got into the bus. I think he just opened the window? I don't remember. He somehow got into the bus and is looking looking like a wreck. Mm-hmm. And Miss Puff pulls out shower in a can, which got another laugh out of me because... It made me laugh, too. Like, where is this product in real life? I would love to have one. It, it would be very nice to, like, just, like, have this, especially after you've pulled these long nights and it's, like, 8 in the morning and, like, you have to go to class. It did wonders for Spongebob. Not only did he look pristine, like the bags from his eyes were gone, he just looked like a new sponge. I would love to look like a new sponge. And like, also, it was like he didn't just stay up the whole night. So. Right, right. It reminded me, I don't know if you've seen like this uh, meme going around. It was a, it's kind of an old meme, actually. It's like a screenshot from someone, I think, Dexter's Laboratory holding a can that says Nerd Be Gone. And she's like holding it up at the camera like, you are the nerd. <laughs> it reminded me of, like, that was her exact positioning. It was like she was pointing it at us, the viewer. I have not seen that. Yeah, I'll send it to you later. All right. Have a good chuckle at that <laughs> good old meme. Good, good memes. Um, good memes. And when they get to the boating mm, school... What happens on the bus, though? What happens on the bus? 
oh, on the bus, <laughs> he sits down next to her and is just pestering her with questions. And before she has a chance to answer anything, he is just moving on to the next question. Like, Not Trump. only that, he's just spouting like facts, right? Isn't he answering the questions himself? I didn't catch any time where he was like answering the question, but like he's just not giving her a chance to answer anything. Just True. like he constantly just, yeah. moving on to the next question and like mm-hmm. trying to show how like smart he is to prove like yeah. Oh, I know so much about boats, so I should get my license. And I believe we diagnosed this pretty early on. Like, from the second question that he posed to her, we diagnosed Spongebob with mansplaining. And, like, it only gets worse as he goes into the... As they all go into the museum, like, he's capturing the class away from her and talking about the different boats and, like, oh, well, this probably could hold, like, what was it, ten oyster catchers or whatever? Mm-hmm. Something like that. And like she, that. she's like getting more and more agitated, like visibly agitated. And he's oh, just there not was one caring. Ins- no, go on. Yeah. There was one instance where she was like, "The this boat, I forget which one, never goes to sea anymore. Or never goes to the city anymore, I think, because they're already in the sea, right? And then SpongeBob says, mm-hmm. actually, it goes to the city once a month for cleaning. And that was like, ooh, <laughs> for me, that was what made me want to punch him in the face. Because when you, whenever you hear the words "well, actually," I already want to, I already want to yeah. punch you in the face. It's like, this is not necessary. You can just be quiet, please. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's like, just like leading her off on. He's like leading the class off on boats and like getting off on this stuff. And like the whole time, I was thinking like. Why doesn't a tour guide step in like, you can't be on these boats, like, <laughs> at any time, just like, knock him down a notch, please. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the end of the tour, he's just, like, disappeared, and you find out that he is up in, like, the driving place of the boat. Um, yeah, the biggest, baddest boat. Of the, yeah, the museum boat. The part that, like doesn't go yeah, in. the one that you're not supposed to drive. Yeah, the place that doesn't go out except for cleaning once a month. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, like, gets it started, and Miss Puff runs in, and he's like, she's like, I've never driven a boat this complicated before, and she, like, ends, like, yelling at him, and he, like, breaks into all intense all of a sudden he's like oh i read a book i know what to do and like, right. <laughs> basically tells her to like to me it was just sort of like either tells her or is like giving off this vibe i'm just like be quiet and like mm-hmm. goes into like like doing all this stuff and like oh you have to like batten down the hatches and unhook the anchor like lower the anchor oh no it's stuck and like had to go out there and unhook the anchor yeah. For a minute, it looked like Spongebob was sort of the hero of the situation, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it was sort of like, after all of this mansplaining that he's been doing, which is obviously framed as he's being kind of a dick, 
he was just sort of immediately being praised by Mrs. Puff for doing all of this stuff. Uh, so it was like, I don't know. It was like for a moment, it, she just was like, wow, I was wrong, SpongeBob, and you were right, and all of that. Mm-hmm. It's like, I should have listened to you the whole time. You were totally right to be doing what you were doing. Yes. There are no repercussions for your actions, except for, well, the the next little bit, which I sort of makes up for it, of course. She is just about to hand him his license, which I still... This is happens in a couple episodes where she just, like, has his license printed out and ready, which has always sort of confused me. Yeah. Don't you gotta go to DM- They don't want to show you going to the DMV, getting your picture snapped, waiting 3,500 hours. But for someone who, like, it's taken them, like, hundreds of times to pass their test, like, surely by now, they wouldn't, like, she wouldn't have his license waiting and ready. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Unless it's just, like, a dream of hers to, like, finally pass him so he, like, leaves her alone. Ooh. Maybe. Maybe she, like, keeps it, like, in her wallet, and every so often she looks at it, and she's like, one day. One day I'll be free. Yeah. Um, and right as she's about to hand it to him, the there's a- it's revealed that there is another fish driving- a, another boat that is hauling with the bigger boat. It's like, you shouldn't be in there like a while... towboat. Yeah, like a towboat. You shouldn't be in there while I'm hauling this thing. And yeah. Mrs. Puff's like, he didn't drive this at all? Uh, and it's revealed that he has not done any of these insane maneuvers or anything. He's just been driving a non-working ship. Mm-hmm. Um... But in return, the boat driver gives him his honorary sea legs and an ice cream right. cone. So Mrs. Puff, like, rips up his license for good measure. Like, she also thought that he was driving it, so she really <laughs> shouldn't be getting that mad, you know? She doesn't really have an excuse to be, like, that upset. I think it was partially just, like, she's just so hopeful that like she's finally free of him and then just like mm. there's also that back reaction of no I'm still stuck with him yeah it's like she had a ray of light and then it was crushed that little ray of hope is just smashed with a rock or with a tugboat still I mean she's just as guilty as Spongebob in that instance so I don't really think she was justified in being mad at him for anything she should be mad at him for what he did previously, mansplaining her whole museum trip away from her. Like, there was even a shot of her just sort of sitting to the side all depressed because she doesn't get to be the teacher today. She should have, but they'd already moved on from that joke. Mm-hmm. So they can't go back. Yeah. You know, I really liked the episode. I just don't think they followed through. I think they had, like, a good start, and they had an okay ending. It's just, like, in the mm-hmm. middle, like, they just didn't have a way to, like, bridge it. Yeah, I agree. It was kind of incoherent, 
it like had some good pieces to it that I really really liked, but the it was this it wasn't the they did not equal the sum of their parts, you know. I like almost liked this episode more than I liked Boating School. Mhm. I don't know. It's like it just I wish it had a little bit better middle. Like even if it's just mm-hmm. her like taking back her class and like not letting SpongeBob do what he was doing. Yeah, I think it should have been more centered around like actually addressing the crappy things that Spongebob was doing instead of just going on this weird adventure that had nothing to do with what they were talking about before. Mm-hmm. I don't know, because, like, I didn't expect a Spongebob episode to talk about mansplaining, but there they did, and then I was kind of excited to see what the hell they were going to do with that, and then the answer was they did nothing. Yeah. They didn't really... They just sort of said, hey, this is a funny thing that men do sometimes. And then they just moved on. And then that joke at the end that I didn't really understand. Like, well, at least you oh, studied. Yeah. At least you studied. It wasn't I. It wasn't really a joke. It was just a punchline to nothing. Is what it felt like. Maybe, maybe that was like their explanation to the man's body. Like, well, at least you studied about everything i mean yeah i guess you can sort of argue that the mansplaining is connected to him thinking that he can drive a boat like just suddenly burst of confidence i can drive this boat now even though no one is supposed to drive this boat which he literally had just explained (laughs) nobody drives this boat except to get it cleaned so I don't know. That sort of contradicts like his whole than everybody else. Yeah, yeah. Like you walk into the museum and you're like, trust me, I read a book, which he literally said. I can do this. I know better than you, people who work at this museum. And also a literal literal driving instructor who is supposed to be guiding us on this experience. I don't know. It's hard to say because it had it had me laughing way more than boating school. Oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah, it, it got several more laughs out of me. Uh, I don't know if that's because I'm just I've just seen boating school so many times that it's not funny anymore, or if it's really just not as good as I remember. I mean, so it's hard to say. I haven't seen boating school that often, and like I use a few lines from boating school in like my everyday life like when i'm driving into traffic i still say floor it um you do i've seen you do that um but like nautical novice still pulled more laughs from me than boating school did mm-hmm. so like i think that sometimes they can do a good job with the future yeah. episodes yeah like they can be funny i don't know I want to give it, mm, what, we gave Boating School a 6 out of 10, right? I don't want to, I don't think it should go too high, because, like I said, it was still, it still had its issues, but overall I liked it. I want to give it, like, an 8 out of 10 sponges. Really? Yeah. Mm. 
I don't know. I was going to go with a four and a half or a five. Four and a... Huh? I was going to go with a four and a half or a five. Yeah, because you see I gave six to boating school and I like this one a little bit better. Mm. So I I don't know. That makes sense. I may put them even. I may give them both a six. Yeah. Maybe a six and a half yeah, to that's nautical fair. novice. Yeah. I mean, they're good in different ways. Yeah. I don't know. Because the humor in... I don't know. The humor style is just so different. But it's not bad in either of them. Oh, I also forgot another point where I laughed was like... Spongebob said to Mrs. Puff... Now you'll have to give me that license, right? And she says, you're gonna get it, all right. (laughs) That was pretty good. It made me love her more. Miss Puff is just such a good character. I think it definitely boosted both of the episodes. Mm Mm-hmm. I agree. If we were dealing with another character, I don't think either of the episodes would have been as good. Yeah. There's several episodes within Spongebob that feature Miss Puff that are very good that I I decided to get to. Mm Mm-hmm. She's just, like, she's got this aura around her of, like, sort of, like, your substitute teacher who's also an alcoholic, but only on the weekends, and she doesn't do that anymore, so stop asking. (laughs) That John Mulaney bit. Oh, with the teacher who was like, I'm just going to put on a video tomorrow. <laughs> oh, no, no, with the, 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 the crack cocaine addict. The, the most oh, that's one. Nunzio's time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Oh, God. Okay. Man. Okay. So the takeaway from this is that this one time, this time, Nautical Novice did better, but also Mrs. Puff is very good. Yeah. Mrs. Puff. I feel like Mrs. Puff was in Nautical Novice more. She was more the star of it. Like, we were supposed to empathize with her over SpongeBob. Mm-hmm. Right? Because she was getting all of this... Like, she was getting her day taken away from her, essentially. Mm-hmm. And she didn't really... I mean, she sort of got a comeuppance for SpongeBob. Like, gave him a comeuppance when she ripped the ripped the license in front of him. But at that point, that sort of seemed like a villainy, a villainous thing to do, right? Yeah. I, but I, still, I was like, you go, Mrs. Puff, rip that license. I feel like she still didn't get the final word because Spongebob still flipped a boat on top of her, like a gigantic steamboat. Oh, yeah. They had to have her blow up again, like the pufferfish situation. Yeah. So, I don't know. I feel like that's just an obligatory thing that you got to do when Mrs. Puff is in an episode, which is dumb. Like, she has other traits. She doesn't just puff up all the time. Imagine, I imagine the hospital must know her by name, but, like, imagine oh, what yeah. her insurance must be like. Oh, didn't you hear? Bikini Bottom is a communist uh, <laughs> city. What? It's a communist, I don't know. What? what I mean, otherwise about? she would be, she would be bankrupt if it weren't. 
God, yeah, because every pretty much every episode she goes to, she's had she has to be wheeled away by a ambulance. Mm-hmm. And also, how else would SpongeBob be able to afford a house? That's true. <laughs> That's true. Anyway, Mr. Krabs isn't paying him anything. True. So, I guess my conclusion is that communism is good. Thank you for listening to our podcast about SpongeBob. <laughs> <laughs> so the episodes we're listening to next week are Opposite Day and House Fancy House Fancy, House Fancy. I don't think I saw that one I have seen both of these and I have memory of seeing both of these so I'm really excited Hmm. what was the first one? Opposite Day, right? Opposite of course day. I've seen the Opposite Day I don't know how All right. I don't know how far into the seasons of Spongebob opposite opposite day came out, but I know it is in pre-season four of Spongebob. Mm-hmm. Or pre-2004. So, yeah. Same thing. Yep. I'm excited. I'm very excited. Ready for it. Because what this, this proved to me that the later episodes can be good. They can. They also have the potential... As we saw from last time on Bob Snobs, that they can be the most heinous pieces of flaming garbage you've ever seen in your life. You just have to keep an open mind. I guess I do. (laughs) All right. Thanks for tuning in. See y'all next week. See y'all next week. (laughs)